two, one. And good afternoon. Good afternoon, Michael. Oh, it's great to be here. I'll tell you what. It's, um, it's always a pleasure talking with you. So we were just talking, Michael, uh, those who do not know, whenever we talk about domain name parking and monetization, Michael will be, and his park logic will be always mentioned, always above top four. The positions always change, but park logic will be always there. So we have a great one here. Well, it's wonderful to be here. I'll tell you, thank you for those kind words. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Michael, for your time. Michael, how are you doing? How has the year started? Yeah, it's really interesting to take a look at what's been going on in the industry and yes. uh, and just seeing how things are transpired more than not just looking at the, the how it's recently started, but how it's um, progressed across the last few years. It's been um, really quite quite interesting. Like we saw that um, coming as as the COVID sort of wave came through and things like that, it really went up um, in terms of there's a huge demand for traffic and all those traffic managers out there or, or traffic um, investors out there, uh, they're made out very well, put that way. And it was a very good time. And I think it really came down to um, – uh, I, I remember seeing a, a – a, 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 um, uh, sort of news reporter on the news here in Australia, and they're they're interviewing some guy, and he was closing up his skateboard shop, and uh, the, the reporter said, "So what are you going to do now? Because COVID's closed your store." And he said, "Well, I'm moved everything into my garage at home, all my stock, and I'm selling online." And I, I scratched my head and I thought, "Wow, okay, because uh, that's interesting." Because with COVID, I was wondering whether everything was going to collapse. I must admit, and uh, it, so then I um, uh, then the very next night looked at another. Essentially, there was an identical story. Yes. Of all these small businesses went online, and the thing that happened was that there was like a huge amount of demand for things, as we know, for things like Zoom and uh, Shopify and oh, Wix and all that sort of stuff. Massive demand. But there was also then all those businesses went online. They said, "How do we get traffic? We, we want to get traffic to our uh, to our websites. Yeah, otherwise we're not going to survive." And so they went along online and trying to work out how do we get traffic. And of course, they began buying up the traffic. And at the same time, a lot of the big companies they left the industry. They left buying traffic. They stopped buying. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They they did. Yeah. So like Amazon and that sort of stuff, they stopped buying traffic. And it's really quite a strange phenomenon. And so what then occurred uh, as we progressed through COVID and so forth, um, uh, you had all these small businesses beginning to work out how to buy the traffic, and they, they and that just drove the prices up. And then at about, um, I can't remember the exact date, there's about six or eight months into COVID, a lot of the big guys came back and they said, who stole that traffic? Yeah, <laughs> and they, they they then accelerated the buying up as well. Further, they could buy, paid more and more for traffic. And so it was it was really quite an interesting time. So then, then what occurred was that we came out of COVID and all that sort of stuff. And thank goodness for those times <laughs> that we've come out. Um, and uh, the traffic levels were still there because everyone's gone online. Um. But the demand actually fell off, though. 
Um, and, and so you can see that. And you saw that in the reports with Google and Facebook and that sort of stuff during those times where they, they've retrenched a whole lot of people. Um, and they let a lot of people go. And um, and it really began to normalize. And we could see the whole thing. In fact, when we looked at our park logic data, we could see each wave of uh, COVID go through um in the data it was really really fascinating it like it, it it opened up our eyes to maybe um utilizing some of our data for statistical medicine and things like that um so it was really quite interesting and just seeing it seeing it come through but um yeah so anyway so uh then it normalized and then google as many of you know has been i, I think really um they've been struggling they've been i think they've been really looking around sort of saying where can we get additional revenue from um and they they uh, then of course the, the whole privacy laws and things like that came to bear a lot more in, in the last couple of years and particularly coming down to answer your question there uh helmets it's, it's the this year we really saw google begin to ratchet back how much they paid um and that was quite an interesting it's been an interesting interesting journey this this year like you get some some of the companies may say oh no it hasn't affected us at all um heck yeah we've got all the data from every single company and trust me it's impacted them all if they got or if you've got all of your dependency upon a single advertising source i.e google um then it's affected you massively um, do they buy? Do they back tra- Do they do these companies buy traffic from you directly? And those who do not know, we have uh, three prepared questions. And if you are watching this early or this late, maybe somewhere you can uh, go to YouTube or Facebook uh, and ask your ask your question, um, ask your question live. But and one of those three questions is: Can I buy traffic directly from you? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yes. The answer to answer that question. And then we'll follow up some more. A few a few things that we've really done is that we found that our clients didn't get impacted by the Google downturn nearly as much because we're finding um, more and more of our traffic is going to tier two sources uh, to, to direct advertisers. Okay. Um, so we're plugging into just about all the global advertising networks and we're always looking for opportunities in that space. Uh, when you manage the mass levels of da- uh, traffic we have, we're, it's always looking for a home. And what and um, what is your traffic? Uh, f- from domains. For, yes. No. No. What, what are the numbers? Uh, so five million. Uh, five million a day. Twenty million a day. Hundred million a day. Well, uh, it I it ranges, of course. I'll tell you how much knocks on our front door. Okay. We get about eight to nine billion requests hit our servers at the front end every day. Eight to nine billion. Now, a lot of that, a lot yeah. of that is, is bots and stuff like yes, that. Absolutely, absolutely. And all that. absolutely. Yeah, but but we get about eight to nine billion requests hit our service front end, and um, it's a challenge dealing with a lot of that traffic. Um, uh, it creates a whole lot of technical challenges. Trust me. Oh God. Anyway, so so we've been migrating. We've seen uh, we've been into um, releasing a whole lot of new technologies and everything like that. Um, for our clients, and there's a whole lot more coming out. At in fact, where uh, where we've 
completely repriced a lot of uh, how we actually, our algorithms and things like that. And we found a lot more of the traffic ends up going to um, direct advertising sources. Yeah, so it mitigates a lot of the risks. We see at ParkLogic, we, we manage two things for our clients. Okay. Two the first thing is to maximize the revenue from every piece of traffic. We take that responsibility very seriously. And the, the second thing is to reduce risk. And no one talks about that. And reducing risk is all about, is this traffic in a competitive environment? Like, let's imagine you went to a, a, a an auction to buy a house. Yes. And uh, you were the only person there. Okay. Do you, think that you, uh, do you think the person that is selling the house is going to get the best price? No. For a problem, not, well, it depends from auctioneers, of course. Yeah, so, yes. so, so the domain is like selling their house, selling house, okay? But if there's only one bidder, okay, if there's only one bidder at the auction and you're trying to sell your house, then you're not going to get a good price. And that's exactly what a lot of people do. They send all their traffic to a single parking company, right? And uh, so they're not going to get the best price. And the price changes, like we see it changing every about every hundred milliseconds. The price changes. So, um, so what we do is make sure by reducing risk. What I mean by that is have it so it's an ultra competitive environment. Um, so each piece of traffic will be bid by twenty different sources, twenty plus different yes. sources, every hundred milliseconds. Yeah, and that that's occurring continuously. Um, and it's very important to, to to do that. So they're the two things we do: is we make sure we have a um, uh, we, we maximize the revenue, and two, we reduce risk because you want each piece of traffic being bid on by more than one company. Otherwise, it's like your mortgage. It's like you're trying to, not your mortgage. You're trying to sell sell your house, and you've only got one buyer. That you're not going to get a good price. So let us. Uh, so let us say I would like to buy, and um, I'm 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 considering uh, I'm considering building a domain name forum for uh, for France. Yeah, yeah. And I want French traffic. Yes. I want French traffic, and I know that you have a you have good traffic. Yep. So how can I buy traffic from you? Right now you can't. <laughs> and the reason why you can't is this is that because we deal with such huge volumes of traffic yes we deal with global advertising networks yeah so we, we deal with companies that have like thousands of advertisers and that sort of thing um and uh because we're trying to sell for so much yeah but that is going to be that that will change i i can tell you right that right now yes. if you want to see yes. a preview that is going to change um, and that'll change uh, probably later on this year. Yeah, you will be able to buy traffic um, from Parklogic. So let us say, let us say, I I I became one of those one hundred or one thousand companies you work with. Yeah, would, would that be the way? I I can I become yeah. a bidder? Yes, correct, correct. So later on, uh, what we see later on this year, you'll be able to do things like I want traffic in France related to domain names and unpaid a big dismount and, and so forth. You'd be able to do that. Yeah. So it's um that's something we see we see that 
uh, will be moving in in that direction. Yeah. Okay. Which should be good news for a lot of, lot of people, I think. So we have a lot of good traffic. <laughs> oh, lots of good traffic. Lots. Yeah. Do you know yeah. your users, Michael? Now, at least, like, how many how many users do you have, and do you know them? Yeah, well, that, that's once again that's an, another interesting. Apologies for the personal question. I'm just really, really curious. I can I can tell you that I just recently. Clients? You mean clients of Parklogic? Yes, I can say that you have one yeah. client uh, yes. who is the head of the domains at a registrar who managed yeah. one million domain names, and he I know the guy, and he parks. I cannot name him. Uh, definitely on not not on a live stream, and yeah. he he parks maybe uh, he monetizes not parks, yeah, two or three hundred domain names with you. His personal portfolio is larger, but I definitely yeah. so that's the re, uh, so this is the nature of the question. Do you know who are your customers? Yeah, it, it, that's, an that's an interesting question. We know them as well as we possibly yeah. can. Yes, um, sometimes. I think one of the challenges for a company like this, and when you work with domain investors, is they do everything they can to be hidden. Uh, because yes. they may, let's imagine they have some trademarks or something like that, so they don't want yes. people to know or whatever. So they do everything they can to be hidden. And so a challenge for us is to try to find them. It really is. It is. And I've been in this industry a long time, and I how many new people I keep on finding that have got domain portfolios. Yes. Yeah. And so we do whatever we can to get to know the know our clients. And we're fiercely protective of our clients' privacy and things like that as well. Um yeah, so it's um yeah, we we treat that very seriously. Um, yeah, we, we had even when we get like we quite often will will get um, uh, different requests from even from law enforcement and things like that about different domains and things. Yes, and we're very protective of our clients' privacy, uh, even around that sort of thing. Really, um, even even um, when law enforcement comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Even when law enforcement, we will require mm -hmm. them. To orders and things like that before okay. we even release anything and um uh, it's it's very important yeah it's to protect the client's privacy and to, for our clients to know it is protected well but but well but uh, well there is a line isn't there like criminal doings is the definitely the line where i will stand for this me personally i will take a stand of of, of the law at some, yeah. at some point, if somebody so, is if somebody is involved into a crime, there is no question for me to protecting. But you need to understand our business model is one yeah. where our clients um, uh, they don't have an opportunity to do that because we control where the traffic goes and things like yes. that. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, one one of the challenges for the domain industry, I think, uh, in, in direct advertising, is that. Some of the direct advertising networks may get infiltrated by some bad actors, I call them. Yes. And so we work very closely with our partners to make sure we we eliminate them, get them out, and we work away. And, and it's 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 a it's a challenge, yeah. So just with law enforcement, just to let you know, um, quite often, well, when I say quite often, um, we will work with law enforcement um, to help educate them. 
of what the domain industry is. Yes. They don't know. They don't understand it. Uh, it's funny. You, they'll say, well, six months ago, this domain was used for fishing purposes. And I get, oh, did you realize it expired? <laughs> during that time and that client just picked it up in the drop yeah <laughs> they got nothing to do with what it was formerly used for yeah and they go oh we didn't realize that well, of course or somebody buys the traffic to some resource yeah. and and yes and the manager just just has monetized the domain name he's not responsible for that yes yeah yeah so so you you want to to me you you um like i say quite often say to a law enforcement person person that uh, I can't tell you the information without a court order um, because I, uh, it, legally that's what we will need. But what I can do is help educate you and to show that the publicly available information proves that our client did not do what you're suggesting that they may have done. Okay. Yeah, so we work, we, we really work on behalf of our clients. So some of the, the unsung things that I think we do is uh, we really. Um, work with uh, law enforcement and legal profession, things like that, to help educate them, but also to help um, prove through publicly available information uh, that our clients did not do what they're accused of fishing or something like that. And uh, so we work really closely um, with a lot of those organizations. Because when you when you manage, like we, we currently have clients that represent about 15% of the world's domains going through us. Yeah, so it's a, it's a lot. So, so did, you, did you say 50? 15. 15, 15%. Okay, those who do not know, uh, in the in the world at the moment, there are around 360 million domain names. Yeah, 360 million, yeah. So it's 15%. So they represent, our clients, our clients uh, control that many domains themselves. That doesn't mean all of them going through us. Or, or so that's around that's around forty six million domain names, forty seven yeah, million. A lot of domains. It's a lot of domains. Yeah. Wow. We see that going up substantially in the in the in the coming months. And um, yeah, so a lot of people don't know, don't know that about us. Yeah. Wow, Michael. <laughs> so it's um, yeah. So we and we. Yeah, we typically like we work with very large domain investors, um, and uh, and we like the domain of the really really big domain investors. They have me on Skype for when they have questions. They ask me questions and stuff, and, and I help do whatever I can to help them out. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Um, yeah, I, I, I view us like when when I look at our team, we, we have a team that has like huge amount of experience in this industry. A lot of the team have been there for like last 15, 16, 17 years, whatever. And um, they've, they have a lot of, I, I call it the art and the science. They love the science of understanding the numbers, but then a lot of the art, when you look at a number, you get a feel for them. And you, you know what, what's good what's bad and stuff but it's how, um, do you, how do you analyze the traffic michael uh if i may as we are all we are all just people and yeah. many of us when parking or trying to monetize the main names will try to bend the rules a little bit I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you have seen it you have seen bot traffic oh, being sent uh, uh people are trying to arbitrage probably traffic yeah, well, you, you, like arbitrage has got a bad name, right? Um, 
if you think about what business is, business is arbitrage. Yes. Okay. Even by, by definition, it's arbitrage. I advertise, you come to my business, and I sell you something. That is arbitrage because I'm making a margin in the middle there, right? So um, it's so I don't mind uh, arbitrage as such, but the problem, I, the thing I do mind, this is where we've steered clear, um, largely steered clear of arbitrage. There's a couple of people we work with do small amounts of arbitrage, but um, uh, I largely steer clear of it because there's a lot of people out there who, how can I put it, um, they they buy the cheapest, crappiest traffic, and they think they're going to make a killing. And uh, you, just, you just can't do that nowadays. Like, the, the industry has grown a long way since then, so you, you can't do that. And they want to make, like, 10,000% margins and all this sort of stuff. You can't do that. It's just, it, it's, you've got to give value to advertisers. Ultimately, it's what you're trying to do. Yes. And if you're not giving value to advertisers, then it's not it's just not going to work yeah so um i think that's the most important thing is um giving that value to advertisers and be very very focused on that but yeah so um there's not like there's some people who try trying to do arbitrage and things like i know there's a lot of google google arbitrage happening at the moment with different companies i personally am not a fan of that i think you'll make a lot of money uh, but you won't build a business. I think you'll just get closed down eventually. Like it really will. You'll make some money along the way, and you'll make, but you, you'll um, you're not building any value. Um, I find uh, that's why I'm not a big fan of fan of it. Really, like it's great for making a bit of money, but yes. you're not building value. But how do you, uh, do you analyze the traffic? Do you yeah, do you analyze, analyze the traffic that is coming in randomly or? It, of course, it requires lots of resources, lots of resources, and still. Yeah, we, we analyze. Um, it's funny. Uh, someone asked recently, like, um, uh, what's our core competency? At yes. We're analysts. Yeah, we will be our best. Yeah. You are the man of data. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I love my data. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah so we're real, real analysts, and we... Um, get up to our neck in data all the time. And the data is, is where it's all about. Um, like I was doing some analytics with a, a reasonable size portfolio just uh, end of last week. And I saw a way that I thought, gee, if we just change the route in this way, then we can add another like hundred bucks a day of revenue to this client. Let's go wow. and do it. Yeah, so, um, and it was a spreadsheet which took about 20 minutes to open. Um, just open. It's a very big spreadsheet, and this on an i9 computer processor with 128 gig of RAM. <laughs> it's this massive machine I've got, and it, it took a long time to open. Um, but it, it, I was pulling the data off servers, which is like massive databases. Yes. And um, like we have... We had a file, we had to do a big file transfer just recently, one of our tech guys, and it took 13 hours to copy the file. 13 hours. It was a huge file. 
Like it's just, we deal with mass data. Uh, we normally wouldn't have to do that sort of thing, but in this particular case, there is a, uh, a situation where we just have to copy a file from one place to another. Yes. And it was 15 hours to copy it. Um, and so we deal with, when we talk about data, databases and styles of files and everything, it's next level. So we're actually restructuring our entire, re-architecting our entire system right now. Who, who uh, manages your uh, who manages your name servers? Yeah. Uh, we have our own. You you have your own, yes. As, as at your level, yeah. Many companies wouldn't be able actually to serve you. They they can't. Yeah yeah. The, the problem we found we looked at we looked at outsourcing uh, a number of times. In fact, outsourcing yes. uh, name servers and things like that. And the thing we found was some companies can handle it. Don't get me wrong, yes. but their business models just don't work. Yeah, they all charge on a per domain basis or something like that, or whatever, or on a traffic basis. And this is like, and then, yeah, I don't think we didn't put a tax yeah. on the entire business. Yeah, it's just, Economically, yeah. it just doesn't work, yes. So, so I, I, I've actually lost count how many DNS servers we have around the world. I, I know it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, so we're in the process right now of re-architecting our entire environment. Um, and uh, we're actually really excited about that. There's, we think there's going to be significant upside um, to doing that uh, for clients, and that's what we get excited about. Um, then we are doing a, um, we're reworking really our entire algorithm. We worked out a way to um, uh, to re massively reduce risk for clients. Well, at the same time as um, improving revenue, we worked out another way. Like people say all the time, they say to me, um, that they say things such as, well, when, when is the domain optimized? And then I just look at them very puzzled. I was like, it never optimized. Like, it, it never stops. We never stop looking for ways of getting more from traffic. We never stop. And we're constantly doing it. We're coming, coming up with new ideas and that sort of stuff. And, and uh, we just never stop. And that's our job. And we're proud of what we do for our job. Yeah. So it's, um, it's we just do not stop. We continually um, work away at, we, we have, we, like I said to the, the team, I said, performance will never be off the agenda. Performance will never be off the agenda. Yeah, so it's um, and that's important. Yeah, to, that that that's always there, that forefront of our thinking. And how do we get performance? How do we improve performance? They, like, there's so many things that we have planned, which I'd love to be able to share with you. Some I can't share <laughs> just yet. Uh, in terms of how do we actually improve performance? Um, there's so many things where we have in the pipeline right now, and so um, it's really quite exciting. Um, I love domain traffic, love it, absolutely love it. Michael, uh, how do you explain the difference of a parked domain and parked monetized domain name? Maybe you have a simple lingo. I, I, would, I, I have my own explanation, but I would uh, love to hear yours. As, as most uh, people see, a parked domain equals yeah. monetized, and that isn't really true. 
No, it's not true. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let me explain the difference between parking and monetization. Yes. Parking is you go on, put your domain, it's single single parking company, right? And the best you like the best will happen for you is that they are the best solution for twenty percent of the traffic. That's the best. So eighty percent of the time you could get a better payout from somewhere else for your traffic. Eighty percent of the time. So it's massive. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive thing. Well, monetization is how do you get the 80%? That's the monetization. And you have to expose the traffic to not just the parking companies, but you've got to expose the traffic to all different monetization sources. Yes. And that's the difference between parking and monetization. That's where I look at people, they talk about domain parking, and I'm going, that's not what we do. We do monetization, which is which is very different. Yeah. Michael, uh, we have a question. Uh, good morning, Rohit. Uh, good morning, and those who are watching. Uh, this is very early for 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 Europe. Uh, great time for Australia. Uh, do you have spam protection? Um, do we have spam protection for from whom? That's the question. That's an interesting question. Is is it spam protection as in bots coming to a domain? Absolutely. Like, yes. Absolutely. We have that. We have all sorts of different ways of identifying that sort of traffic. Um, and uh, do we have spam protection from people applying for accounts? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of a lot of. Um, why 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 do they do that? Um, well, there's a lot of people, they, they, they try to get accounts and things like that. Um, and uh, you, I, can, I can tell you right now that if you're a, a, a significant player, number one is you've got to be doing at least $2,500 a month of revenue to get an account. That's at least. Okay. Yes. Typically speaking. And um, if you can prove that, that you're doing at least yes. that, uh, then uh, we'd love to have a talk with you. And notice what I said there. We'd love to have a talk with you. This is not just email or something like that. We want to get to know our, know our clients and everything like that. So um, we'd like to be able to talk with you. And in that process, we'll ascertain if we can help you or not. Um, and if we can, great. We'd love to be able to have a long-term relationship. That's what we want to do. And uh, we want to work with you in the, into the long term, not the short term, into the long term. Yes. And I think that's um, one of the reasons why we, we're still here after 17 years. We take a very long term view. You look at a lot of, there's been a lot of companies that have come and gone, things like that. And um, there's one thing for sure, we'll, we're still here. In, in fact, I had a guy at, I think it was Namescon one year, he said, why should I put my domains with you? And, and I said to him, because we're still here. He goes, that's a good answer. <laughs> and I said, well, we must be doing something right. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very interesting question you asked, like, do we have, do we have spam, spam filters and all that yeah. sort of stuff? And, yeah, we do not... Um, uh, in fact, they're about to get even even stricter and stuff. But um, we do not um, try to monetize um, bot traffic. A number of years ago, I had a guy come up to me and he said, "Michael, we're going to make so much money together." I said, "Great, love it, love it. We're going to make money. 
I love it. I'm in. That's the idea. He said, I can make the click-through rate whatever you want it to be. I said, pardon me? Okay. He said, well, I pops up. Yes. I read a great bot, and it will click on the ads on the page, and it's very smart, very intelligent, and we're going to make so much money. And I said, so let me understand the value for the advertiser. And they go, and he goes, doesn't matter, Michael. The advertiser will be fine. And I said, but hang on. This is fraud. Absolutely. And he goes, and he goes, but we're going to make so much money. I said, not with me. <laughs> you were not going to happen. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why we're still here. We, we just won't head down that path. Um, uh, I remember years, this was a very long time ago. We actually tried to refund money for somebody. This is back in the early days. We, we got into our network. We found out they committed some fraud. Uh, it was bad traffic. And we tried to refund money to uh, some of our partners. And they never had anyone do that before. They didn't have a process of how to refund <laughs> money to them. It's quite funny. And, um, but anyway, that was another story. <laughs> yeah, we just don't believe in it. Like if it, um, and you shouldn't, you, we will never reward someone who we found has committed fraud. I actually remember I, I was on DM, DM forum. This person yes. really got angry at me because I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't pay them money, and I, I paid them some money. I said, "Yeah, that's because your traffic was fraudulent," and um, and they got very angry. And I said, I'll "Tell you what, you get angry all you like. I'm going to sleep really well tonight, of course, because I refuse to pay anyone who commits fraud. So I just re refuse to. I will not do that." Yeah, fraud creates just loss of money for everybody. Oh, the the yeah. reason why is because you're right. It, 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 with fraud, what they're actually doing is they're taking money out of a good domain investor's pocket and trying to put it in theirs. Yes. Yep. That's what fraud is. And, and I, I will not put up with that. Absolutely. Uh, and it creates, it cre keeps creating bad experience. And bad experience oh, yeah. will not result in a returning customer. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's quite a difficult thing. But, um, yeah, I think that when, when you look at um, this year, you asked another interesting question about this year. Um, uh, one of the things that did happen this year is I ended up buying my business partner app. This was one of the questions of mine. <laughs> yeah. was, yes, congratulations. Um, it was great to you. Too. And, yeah. and so I have so many questions on this one. Yeah, really yeah that was, from a business perspective, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, was, it was, it was, look, but with once with something like this, it, it's it's wonderful to be working with someone who you've worked with for so long and he <laughs> wanted to go side by together. side by side. You, you, it is your your business, 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 business family, business wife, business husband, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yes, so yeah, so. and uh, it, it was really great to be able to be working and also negotiating with someone with goodwill. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, so we, we spent um, uh, a few months really trying to construct an agreement which is appropriate and things like that, and uh, and that finally got executed on the 22nd of January. Okay. Uh, the, the final, the final execution, and um, yeah. So that was that was that was a happy, sad moment 
happy because now I, I like I, I obviously own, own the company and things like that. But sad because um, uh, it, it's the end of an era of such, you know. So it's. Um, but at the same time, um, I, I imagine I'll be having regular lunches with my my former business partner. We've already said that, and we'll because yes. he'll always want to know what's going on. Stuff. And, uh, it, it's really really good, and he's got tremendous insights. He's been the back back sort of operations. So what what was he what was his role? Uh, he was mostly as a CTO, kind kindish. Uh, Kind of, we we both played sort of the CTO role across the years and and things like that, but really operational and um, on the the finance and things like that and all that all that sort of thing. So um, he played a great role with with that. And uh, part of the process um, of him exiting was making sure we engage other people who can take on the role and things like that and, and and hand hand over and processes and yes. there's all that sort of things and that's been it's been really good um and at uh, the moment it is quite sad as well i can say michael that i had a very very good friend who was working for my office he had his yeah. business i had mine but it seems he's having big financial issues and yeah. he owes me now he owes quite a lot of money to me and that is where quite many friendships end and that is that is so sad to lose to lose your business soulmate. So yeah. sad, yes. Yeah. Well, in this case, it was it was in some ways a happy moment too because yes. um, Jeff said he, he he's gone away with a whole lot of money. <laughs> uh, I've gone away with the company and things like that. And yes. So it's been, it's been really positive for both parties. So, someone said to me. Um, they said, well, was it a good good deal for you? And I said, it, it was a deal where both parties were completely satisfied. Okay, yes. And that means it's an excellent deal. <laughs> it's an excellent deal for both. Yeah, and that's why I'm really happy. And and I'm so happy for him. He's put such a incredible amount of work in over the years. And um, he is the sort of the unsung hero in the back room and that sort of stuff. And that's been, it's been really good. And... Um, uh, like I said, I, there is no animosity there or anything like that, which has been great. Um, yeah, so he's um, he's doing lots of really exciting other things, and for the next phase of his life, actually, and um, which is which is great. If your business partner is watching this one, and yeah. what's his name? David Gibbs. David Gibbs. David yeah. Gibbs. If you are ever thinking of coaching somebody. I am so picky on coaches. I know how successful Park Logic is. And if you just want to have an eye on the industry, if you love it, at some point, maybe after two, three weeks, I, I wouldn't be able to stand longer without well, working. Six months off. <laughs> if he if, if if David ever wants to, I think yeah. I th- this is I've heard that in America they have a re- an organization. Uh, yes. Retired executives, yes. retired. Yeah, they go into retirement and then they realize, well, you can fish and garden only for that long, and yeah. then they offer their expertise and their knowledge, free of charge, to younger entrepreneurs who are fighting for their place yeah. under the sun. Uh, yeah. 
I've been looking for such a program in Europe, in, in, in the UK, there isn't one. Americans are so lucky because of that. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's fantastic, um, um, like in America. I must admit, I do a show every week on Clubhouse. Yes. It's called Complete Entrepreneur. And I do it with Colin Campbell, who is uh, one of the founders of uh, Colin Campbell and also Michelle Van Tilburg. And uh, Colin, he wrote this book, Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat. In fact, I'm in this book. He, he, he mentioned it. But, um, and it was published by Forbes, the, the book. And it talks about his experience as an entrepreneur and great ideas and stuff like that. And we do a start, show every start, week. Uh, sorry, Start, Scale, uh, yeah. exit, 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 Repeat. Yeah. And it's a fantastic book for entrepreneurs. It really is. I would highly, highly recommend it. And, um, yeah, so it, we run a show together. Um, I host it called The Complete Entrepreneur on Startup.club. And um, so just go to Startup.club. You can find out all the details. And we look at um, – I begin to unpack not just the, the business side of being an entrepreneur. I unpack the life of an entrepreneur. And how do you handle stress? How do you handle the business work-life balance? Oh, yes. How do you handle all these different things as an entrepreneur? And it's really, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it really is tough. Um, how do you fire your best friend? <laughs> and because uh, a, a lot of times businesses start and there could be two friends together, one working yes. for the other or whatever. Yes. So, or how do you work with your best friend? Like I work with my um, my best friend. I've been working with him for the last 17 years and my brother-in-law for the last 25. Yeah, how do I work with them? Like, what do you do? You go to have a Christmas party and talk work? No, you don't. Yeah, so, so how do you deal with that sort of stuff? And it's really, it's a it's a, it's a great show and goes for one hour every week. I've been doing it for like two, two and a half years, something. I think it's two and a half years. And... Um, I think this last week we tackled the importance of cash. On which, which days is it? This is at Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. 5 p.m. Eastern time. Great for Europeans. Thursday, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Okay. Every yeah. week. So, so last week we tackled the importance of cash, but we talked about it in terms of not just how cash is like the oxygen in the room. Yes. We talked about what's it like being an entrepreneur and you're running out of cash. And and and, and those who are our younger younger viewers, yeah. Knowledge like this is crucial. Is crucial oh, yeah. for your success. Yeah. So it's like how do you how do you manage that emotionally? Yes. When you begin to run out of cash and things like that. There's a lot of emotional strain that you experience as an entrepreneur. So I've been doing that and I, I just do that as yeah, so part of my philanthropy, I don't get paid anything for this. <laughs> I've never made a cracker from it, um, other than great relationships. And, um, yeah, and I, I really enjoy doing that show. Um, so it's one of the highlights of my week is to spend time with Colin and Michelle. They're the two moderators, and I'm the host, and um, in, in Clubhouse. And uh, it's, it's really, really good. Um, a lot of fun. Okay. Michael, I believe uh, that we have the next question. Yeah, sure. uh, is it coming from LinkedIn? It seems it is coming from LinkedIn. Yes. Bibek is asking. Uh, hello, Bibek. Uh, how to find parking domains in 2024? I suppose 
uh, the question is how to find domains that are good for parking. Could that be clear? Um, well, we could view it in two, two different ways. Um, the first one is, is it going well? The, the answer is that if you have your domains, I think, with a single parking company, yes, you would have experienced a big downturn. Uh, you really would have. Um, Google is definitely taking more margin for that way. Um, that's what we're seeing across the board. But it's um, it, it's uh, so, so that that is tougher. But um, that's if you've got all your domains with a single parking company. Um, and by the way, it's happens, it seems to me like I'm uh, negative about parking companies. I think every one of the major parking companies, Google, Cito, Bogus, whatever, all do an outstanding job. They're very close partners of us, ours, and have been for many, many years, like decades, yes. right? I have seen they do, they do an excellent job. Yes. Yeah, so so please don't think that, that they they um, they don't do a good job. The the question I always ask is which of them do the best job at that millisecond? Yeah, that's the thing. It's at that particular millisecond. That's what we work at. Um, and so we can send the traffic to whoever's going to do the best at that particular millisecond. Yeah. So it's um so th to answer your question then is that. Uh, which comes back to the risk re reward sort of mentality we have, which yes. is how do we spread the risk across multiple uh, monetization sources is really important. Um, and so you've got your traffic being supported by, um, uh, by more than one source. Um, okay, the second question you're asking, which is where, do you, where are the opportunities for domains in, in monetization? Where are yes. they? Um, I, I, I'm still a strong proponent of the CCTLDs, the country codes. Like, like some of them have hardly been touched still. Um, you, you take a look at it, and uh, I remember many years ago, I came to the conclusion of two things. Uh, for me, it was because English is my natural language, and so yes. I want to understand. It. I want to deal with English-speaking countries. Or have an English heritage, put that way, because um, they I want to deal with countries which had large populations, and then I want to go along. The next thing I looked at was penetration of credit cards, and that was really important because an advertiser will spend um, more money online if they can see that they spent money, someone viewed the ad, they clicked on the ad, they came to the website, they then bought. That'll then drive up that cycle. If they can see it, they'll, they'll drive up the EPC rates or interplay. So the only way you can see that completion of the cycle is have like credit cards or some sort of monetization mechanism, which an advertiser, an advertiser or a marketer can see that cycle. As soon as you've got that cycle completed, it drives up EPC rates. Yeah, so uh, one of the big populations, for me, English speaking, and I, I don't wanted um, a penetration of a monetization system. Well, there's been monetization systems out there for, for thousands of years, but most of them are cash. And you can't track it. So you want to be able to track it. Yeah. So um, I would highly, highly recommend, like, I was looking at some of the African countries, like a lot of people don't realize that 
Nigeria, for instance, is um, a country which is one of the most, Lagos, I think its capital is going to be the most connected city in the world. Yes, that is what they are saying, yes. Yeah, so it's like, that's just opportunity. It, 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 is, it is an African, African tiger, African elef elephant yeah. in Ghana. If they don't just send you bad spam. Huge economy. Nigerian princes or something like that. <laughs> Trying to sell. Yeah, I've got $6 million I need to give you. Just give yes. me the bank account details. There's more than that, right? There's, it's a hotbed of entrepreneurial activity and things like that. So I would, um, I would definitely look at some of those countries. Um, I think there's like some of the South American countries. Once again, massive economies. Like really big economies. And, you know, of course, you've got uh, some of the Asian uh, economies and stuff like oh, that as well. Yeah, so there's huge amounts of um, opportunity. I remember when I first started out in the domain name industry, and I, I went to a domain conference back in 2002 or something. I can't remember. It's a long time ago. And uh, 2001. I mean, 2001. Anyway, it was a long time ago. And uh, everyone was talking dot com, dot com, dot com, dot com, dot com. As if it was everything, right? Yeah, the dot-com king and all that sort of stuff, Rick Swartz and everything. And, and I scratched my head and said, I'll tell you what, you guys can have the dot-com, I'll have the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. And I just I just bought into so many CCTL. Uh, and I just, um, I made all my money in the early days from CCTL. I didn't ignore dot-com, wasn't stupid, but I focused on CCTL. Because I saw where all of the the effort was being put into in the dot com space, and it was being strip mined even back then. Well, the CCTLDs were just like open slather; like no one was looking at them. It was so what, is, so, what is your experience of CCTLDs? And this is this was the third, or originally this the second question. But um, yes. so, your experience CCs versus Gs, and especially CCs are better. CCs are better. And, small, better, and some of them are much cheaper than dot coms. For example, dot yeah, dot yeah. huge. Yeah, it depends what you mean. With, with um, sorry, uh, I need to rephrase that. Depends what you whether you mean um, new G's. So I was thinking of new G's. Oh um, yes, maybe maybe one. you could quickly explain what were the original twenty two and then. Well, oh, well yeah, think about it from a monetization perspective, content yes. or right yeah that's where you're at and um look having the dot com of domain and scotland's traffic like it's great it's yeah. uh don't get me wrong so if you've got that sort of portfolio that's just awesome and we love monetizing that all day every day right but ccs are fabulous because and i view it this way i travel a lot and uh, and i i love taking the taxi from the airport of the hotel, and I was looking at all the billboards. And, I do exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, and, and you look at the extensions, and they're like co UK, co UK, co UK, or yes. D, 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 D. They're not dot coms. They're not dot coms, very few. Okay, they're mostly the CC. And I just look at that and I go, okay, that's answered the question. Nothing's changed. Yes. Every now and then, now you're seeing a new G. It's like, like a dot club or something like that or, or whatever. Um, and that's actually quite interesting to see. And um, I think there's, um, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of opportunity, though, in the CCs. Huge opportunities. 
and the, and the country codes. Um, I, I think that um, one of the sad things is that a lot of these country codes with massive, massive opportunities, not all, but a lot, are run by like institutions which um, are just not commercial. Um, and so they don't understand what they're sitting on. Still. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and their and their attitude is exactly the same. We are not commercial. We make enough money. We yeah, make that, yes. Yeah, and the, and the problem is many of them are getting shaken up by the new GTLDs, right? Like you suddenly have the new GTLDs come to the market. Was it eight years ago or whatever it was? And um, they started coming into the market, and as soon as you've got someone else come in, and they're selling something, it will mean that you're having a reduction in market share yourself it will happen i can guarantee it uh and uh so a lot of the ccs began to get a bit nervous about this and some of them had negative growth and things like that because they weren't taking advantage of what they really had just the country code um i think that's really quite sad there's a lot of things there's a lot of things in the cc space which i think is um completely completely unutilized so how would you choose a uh, how would you uh, how you would do, how would you search for say uh, for CC domains for parking expire? Well, I, I gave the criteria. I like um, I, I, I I like I said I, I look at penetration of credit cards to work out which country okay. and things like that. And once I've worked out my target CC, yes, then um, some of the things you end up doing is saying. Okay, what's the top domains world, world, world worldwide, which I've trademarked, and say, do they exist there, or is there variations of it, or what's the what's happening in the country? And um, there's many d domains which are trademarked and completely available in these countries, and just go acquire them. Um, and uh, there's lots of tools out there which will give you an indication of whether there is a. Um, uh, like how much traffic, like how many links they potentially have, it could be yes. an expired domain. You maybe you'll get the drop lists and things like that. And so th there's lots of things you can do. Um, I can't go into all of them. Um, yeah, by the way, I, we we don't do we don't typically don't do that sort of thing. We have our clients who it's their job to go along and find domains, our job to monetize them. Have you heard that? Have you heard that? Uh, I think Richard Lowe is working on Titan Rank. He's got he's a thing on on on. on uh, he's got a company. Uh, so Richard Lowe is the original founder of Namescon. Yeah. Such yeah. a pleasant guy. Him in Hamburg. Oh my God! Such a pleasant guy. And of course now he's mostly busy with Logo.com, but he has a small office in London. And yeah. they are working Titan Research. They have a company, Titan yeah. Research. I don't, and they are, are, are going to launch uh, Titan Rank for the domains. Yeah. They, yeah. are, they are breaking on data, 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 data. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's there's, interesting. There's, there's lots of different opportunities and things like that. And there are lots of tools out there nowadays. I remember back when I first started, there was nothing. There was no tool. We like, actually had the most important tool, which was the Overture tool, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's just point yeah. your finger somewhere. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, so, a, lot, a lot of people sort of say that monetization is dead, and I hear this all the time. Monetization is dead, and 
could be further from the truth. It's like uh, what, what a lot of people don't realize is the monetization industry essentially underpins the entirety of the domain sales industry, largely, right? There's, there's so many wholesale deals happening all the time. Yes. Like, I sold a domain for $50,000, who to another domain investor? Where did they get their money from? Monetization. <laughs> it's just like, it's just, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So it's, um, uh, yeah, so the monetization is definitely not there. It's just changed. It's become more sophisticated. And, 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 I, and I do this at, at the conferences when I speak at them, at different conferences. And I've shared about this quite openly. I've gone, guys, back in the old days, you'd, you'd be walking along the ground, you'd stub your toe, and you look down and say, oh, there's a gold bar there. And you pick it up and you put it in your pocket and you look around, you oh, there's more, more gold bars. And you pick them up, right? And then it was like someone developed some more technology, like the gold rush, you know, they, the, the, the gold, gold pan. And they go, oh, I'm going to get gold with the gold pan. And sure, they, they went to the rivers and they got some gold. Then they all got sort of drained out and stuff. Then they invented the new technology, the sluice, you know, like that they'd be able to do automate the whole yes. gold panning operation to get more gold. Yeah, and we're the guys who drill the hole in the earth's crust 10 miles deep to find that gold. That's what we do. It's just a different technology, you know, as technologies progress. So if you're still gold panning, trust me, we have people who will want to buy your domains from you because they'll take your monetization and put them with our solution and they'll get paid back so much faster. Yeah, because... Absolutely. And those and those who are saying monetization is dead should talk with the big corporations in the industry. And okay. I have not seen a corporation that does not have budget for buying bigger portfolios. Of course. I have not seen a single... And I will not name the names, but I haven't seen a single corporation in our industry that does not buy domain names or who are not prepared to buy domain names. Cheap, of course. They are smart. They're yeah, always well, ready. Always um, ready. Yeah, so it's so I think that's the um, that's the that's the key is is are you still gold panning? Are you still doing the same thing you've always done? Or are you actually doing something different? Yeah, like and, or you're you part with a company like yourself. Like I've said to I'm very upfront with people. We make profit. Yes. Okay. And that's why we're still around. Okay. I'm, I, I will not do a deal where I don't make profit. So I can guarantee you I'm going to make profit on every deal. Right. And, uh, but when you work with us, we'll just, we do not stop optimizing. And we'll continually work away and scratch your head and wait, we'll work on ways of improving and all that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, there'll be ups and downs and cycles with domains and, uh, and industries and that sort of thing. But we don't stop. We just don't. Um, so uh, people will, will people like they, they always say like the monetization's dead. I'm thinking, oh man, if you could see like some of our clients how much they're earning, uh, and you're saying monetization's dead, I can almost guarantee that people are saying monetization's dead are the ones doing like 10 bucks a month. They don't know what they're talking about. They really don't. That is the main reason why it is almost, it is very difficult, not almost impossible, very difficult for me uh, to sell premium memberships at the Inforum and Aiken domains to parking companies. 
you guys are so tired of negativity of all those comments and i keep hearing it we have so many users that have 10 domains 100 domains and they're making a buck a month or something and then they are the ones that have the most vocal vocal monetization doesn't work doesn't work and we are just tired of them oh yeah it, it, it's it's um it's one of the reasons why i basically um so i know just reflect any of the forums at all or the people in them but why exit i got sick of this being uh, you go in there with a try uh, with an attitude trying to help people right yes and they would just um, dare I say vomit all over you and uh, answer say you don't know what you're talking about Michael and I'm thinking well I got a decent sized business to prove you're wrong <laughs> <Sort of like. laughs> Michael, and Michael and when you decide to hire somebody maybe a really thick skin one yeah. please reach out and we have uh, we have memberships that allow you to have your own dedicated uh, categories on the okay. parking and and yeah somebody yeah. somebody who somebody who is really well mannered and then there are huge business opportunities uh, at at domain name forums and and dn forum and Aiken domains are the only ones at that level well dn.ca as well uh, yeah. that allow businesses to talk about themselves name pros do not allow businesses to talk about themselves your thread gets yeah. immediately banned and uh, deleted yeah. And we have tons of your users, tons and clients existing. Well, I imagine you would, and I'm, I'm glad that DN Forum is being sort of re resurrected again and everything under your auspices. That's, that's fabulous. Thank you, thank you. Yes. But the, the other thing is this, is that, and you're, you're right, The the all the monetization companies or any parking companies, yes. they get very tired of the negativity. Yes. Like, as I said, like I, I actually was at NamesCon, and uh, one year, and I, and I pointed out to the, the, the conference organizers, said, take a, look at, take a look at how many sessions you have on monetization. And there was like one. And I said, but now take a look at who all your, your major sponsors are. Okay. And they're all the monetization companies. I said, this is just crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I said, I, you're, you're not reflecting the reality of the industry. The reality of the industry is all the monetization companies there are really doing um, uh, their best to help support the conference and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that that's changed. Um, thank goodness, a lot of that has changed. But it's um, yeah, it's just I put it this way: if I want to become a millionaire in the domain industry, it is so easy. It's ridiculous. It's like buying a lottery ticket. Um, what you do is, you, you, if you want to go along and win the lottery, you've got to buy tickets. You buy one. So it's like buying one domain name. And then you go, so how do you double the odds? Really simple. You buy two. <laughs> yeah, and now you've got twice the odds of winning this lottery. How do you triple the odds? You buy three, four, five. So you've got these people, they go along, they go up to say, I don't know, a thousand domain names. And then they say, well, how, how do I declare myself a millionaire? I know. They're worth a thousand dollars each. So I've now got a thousand domains worth a thousand dollars each. I'm now a millionaire. Isn't that great? Have they sold anything yet? No, they haven't sold anything yet. But it's so easy. So it's an easy, it's an easy concept to sell. Yes. It's an easy concept to sell out there. And so you get all these people turning up to different conferences and all that sort of stuff, and they go, We're a millionaire because we have a thousand domains, price of a thousand dollars each. Instant millionaire. 
Um, but on the other hand, monetization is a bit different. It is absolutely accountable. How much money did you earn yesterday? Absolutely. Yeah. Versus, oh, I sold a domain for like $2,000 when? Five years ago. Okay. <laughs> and how like, much have you spent on renewals and acquisitions yeah, yeah. so far? <laughs> and they talk about it. Uh, many of these people, like, not all, okay. There's some great people in this space too. So I don't want to be, get, to get a whole heap of comments saying, oh, you're so negative about them now. But there is a whole lot of people in the industry declare themselves millionaires. They sell a domain for a couple of grand or something like that. And they talk about it for the next three years as, as if it happened yesterday. You know, the reality is, no, it happened three years ago and that they're actually underwater. I remember I did an analysis and I actually got up in front of the conference one year. I was asked to do a speech of names con on the past, the present, the future of the domain industry. It's actually a really interesting topic. And what I looked at the different business models like monetization, um, sales, and all that sort of stuff. And I said, you do realize that the industry is underwater. The tune, I think, from memory, is like $160 million a year. $160 million a year. And I said, that means there's a whole bunch of people in this room that are presently losing their house because they invest a whole lot of money on in domain names and they're not selling anything. It is so true. It is so true. And I say the numbers the numbers don't lie. Like I said, yes. Like I've done my best guesstimates and everything like that from my experience over the years. And I've called people up and 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 we know those and we know those people. We know those people who are on the borderline like plus minus more or less the same. We know those who are profitable and we definitely know know those who are so big in debt. Yeah. Like yes. I got a call from a person who said, Michael, I, I like um, I got a few domains. Do you want to buy them? I said, well, no, no, no I don't. And they say, okay, because the reason why I want to sell them, I sell them really cheap because my family doesn't have anywhere to sleep tonight. We've been evicted and we need to go and um, uh, we need to go along and get to a hotel somewhere tonight. Otherwise we're sleeping in the car. And I'm like, and they're sort of saying, like, well, maybe I can develop a website for you. Um, and um, just can you give me a hundred bucks? Like, it's a sad situation, but there, there is there's, there's, um, a, a significant segment of the domain industry that is not commercial. Not commercial at all. I remember years ago. Um, and, so, and totally opposite as well. Just in a case to brighten up the story yeah. yes it's like that they're um i remember years ago i was at um at a conference i was up on the stage yes and part of a panel and they had like um was dan schindler from donuts at the time uh, up there and he's saying you guys gonna buy these domains this is like eight or nine years ago you're gonna buy these extensions they're gonna be like the next gold rush and yet savan who happened to be working uni registry at the time Said, yeah, you're gonna buy these domains and all that sort of stuff, and um, and I didn't say anything. I just sat there. Finally, the moderator came to me and said, and "This is about the new GTLDs, right?" And that he said to me, "Well, Mike, what are you gonna say on this?" I said, "Guys, no business model. There's four business models. First business model, monetization. Second business model is you buy a called rainbow domains. You buy them for ten thousand dollars. You sell them for hundred thousand dollars. Next business models are stock items." You buy them for like 10 bucks and you sell them for like 300 dollars. 
you know, like stock items off the supermarket shelf. The fourth business model is development. You develop the actually into a, a proper property, you may as well get the com or the CC or something like that. Right? So there's no business model here. But there will be one day. And I'll be watching them. I'll watch them very closely and some of them will pop up and some of them won't will fall by the wayside and everything. And a whole lot of you people I said in the audience here will not believe me. You'll mortgage your houses and you'll buy a whole lot of new detail these and you'll pay the renewals year after year after year. And after about seven to ten years of thereabouts, right, you'll run out of money to be able to pay the renewals. You'll drop the domain and about that time I'll probably pick them up and I'll make a whole lot of money from them. And then you're going to get really angry because you didn't make the money and yet I made the money. And I don't want to remind you of this particular conference. I said, because I told you exactly what I'm going to do. I said, the number one thing when you buy something is to know that you can sell it. And a lot of you here in the audience are going to get very upset because new detail these haven't gone along and um, marketed their domain extension well enough and all that sort of stuff. I said, they've done an awesome job. They got you to buy them. <laughs> they've done a great job. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> they are making so, money. They are so profitable, I, many of them. Yeah, that's right. So I said a whole lot of things which were really, they, they were, um, how can I put it? I felt like I was raining on a lot of people's parades. Yeah, there, there was, but I was trying to be very pragmatic about it. Yeah, I just like, this is business, guys. Before you buy something, have a seller. <laughs> it's just like, yep. exactly how you get an exit. Um, and there's too many people out there who, um, like I said, when I did my maths for the past, the present, and future, I discovered that they were um, losing their houses, which is really sad. That, that is very sad. That it's is very sad. Yeah, but the, the, the numbers were the numbers. And um, by the way, the smart oh, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, smart people, by the way, are, are, are making a fortune still because they're smart. Yeah, like you talk to some domain investors and they say, oh, I remember when I bought this domain, there was a dark and stormy night and I was wondering whether I was going to get it on the auctions. And they got a whole story around this, like they're little children. Yeah, that's called a hobby. And by the way, I, love, I have hobbies and I, I, I buy things. I got building Lego kits. I love building Lego kits, right? Yes. And I, I have lots of fun doing it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I don't expect to make money from it. It's a one-way transaction. I spend money, I get enjoyment, right? And if you're doing that with your domains, that's fine. I don't have any problem at all with that or anything. But don't tell me you're running a business. Tell me you're having a great time enjoying your hobby. Michael, we have been one hour and 10 minutes in. Uh, maybe I will put up two last comments by Rohit, yes. and then we could finish on that one as i really want to get you back on the next time and if we go for two hours then the break will be too long <laughs> so rohit is saying uh monetization won't work if the domain name has no traffic traffic needs to be generated those who uh who fail to generate traffic keep crying that monetization doesn't work and the and, and another one is advertisers are smart and they know their target and hence not all the domains can make money if there are uh if, if they are not from the categories in the demand. Yeah, well, a couple of things. One, yes. In terms of, um, 
Domains have to have traffic. They have natural typing traffic or link type traffic or something like that. It has to be natural. Um, and you may have a domain with lots of traffic, but it doesn't mean it's got lots of people. It just has traffic. Yeah, so it needs to be real people doing real things. Um, if you try to generate traffic for the domain, then you're now in the arbitrage game. And it, there's a different levels of risk and all that sort of stuff associated with it. Um, the second comment that was made, and a good, good insightful question, by the way. Um, Thank you. It was really struck at, once you've got the person, are you going to get a high payout or not? And uh, so that's why you get a lot of the arbitrage people, they, the players, that they migrate into the finance category because they can get a lot more money. And so they need less traffic and all that sort of stuff, and they manage the cost appropriately. Yeah, so it's... Um, it's, it's, it's when we're going to get a higher payout. Yeah, but the, the number, one, number one issue for me is my domains already have traffic. That's what you want to do. Don't go along and pay to generate traffic or take the risks associated with that because many people have been very badly. Yeah. Um, and whatever you do, do not do arbitrage to Google in a hurry unless you really know what you're doing. Uh, the anti-fraud stuff will kick in and you'll, you, know, you can get your, your domain registrant ID or drink with Google banned forever. You know, so there's a lot of problems around it. So, um, <clears throat> so be very wary of that. If you're thinking, gee, you can just go buy, buy some domains and then advertise on Facebook and away they go. No, no, it's, it's much more sophisticated than that. Like I said, it's uh, your gold panning in the world, which is like, using modern mining techniques so i hope that answers your question oh that that's awesome thank you uh thank you michael and please let me know if you are do you have your handle park logic at dn forum and Econ domains i i don't i don't know actually i i i've always had whizbang w-h-i-z-z-b-a-n-g it's always been whizbang uh because we yes W H I Z Z B A N G B A N G. Okay. Yeah. Would you yeah, like us? To, would, would you like us to change it to Park Logic or just keep it yours? So that people. Uh, so that people. It means that the users are able to sure, sure to, 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 to tag you to tag you in. You know, they can tag in Park Logic and they can ask you a question. Yeah. Sure. Uh, feel free to do that. Yeah. Change to Park Logic. Okay. I will. I will ask. Uh, I will ask my admin, Felix. To check yeah, uh, yeah. are you also uh, at the acorn domains yes i i believe i'm the same at acorn domains from a long time ago i've been on on, on the, the forums for a long time so uh very happy to go ahead and uh, take a look at those i think it's the same whizbang yes okay uh, i would have asked my admin to, to check uh to check uh to check your account and to see what what, what is the state to change it to park logic and then uh, maybe also double check the email where the notifications are being sent yeah just send it to my email address if you set them to my email address yes. as well that would be great yes. and just just email me the details and that sort of thing that would be wonderful thank you of course of course it would yeah everybody's a winner Everybody's a winner. Having having Park uh, having Park Logic getting uh, email notifications when you are tagged into the forum is, is super super. Okay. And for users also being able to ask questions, especially for new ones, um, yeah. they need to be educated as well. 
Yeah, I think the important thing is is that um, in terms of working with Park Logic, if you're doing two and a half thousand dollars or more a month, then we'd love to have a chat with you. We really would, because um, I think we can we can do some really interesting and positive things with it. Um, and we we have a one of our values is in the in the company, and also one of my personal values is tell people the truth. Um, so uh, it's a it's a very strong value system. So if we can't help you for whatever reason, we'll tell you we can't help you. Yes. Well, we can help you with these domains, but not these ones, and so forth. So so we'll we'll work with you and always take the client's best interest at heart, not our best interest, the client's best interest. Yeah. So we, we've always done that. Yeah. And the best way to reach out. Um, <clears throat> best way to get me is just mgilmore at parklogic.com and you see uh, my name there. So yes. it's M for Michael Gilmore, G-I-L-M-O-U-R at parklogic.com. Parklogic.com. Yeah, feel free to reach out. Or, yeah, or LinkedIn or whatever. That's fine. Yes. Thank you, Michael. It is such it's a pleasure. talking with you as always. You fantastic and such a pleasant businessman and with so good ethics. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much for that. Take care. Will I see you at Cloudfest? Uh, uh, at Cloudfest, yes, I will be at Cloudfest. And Michael, whatever you are thinking about the main summit, the main summit. Seriously, yeah, I, I know. I know that you are saying no. Still, Michael, in I for your best interests, I think we have the number one business to business convention for the domain name industry in Europe. Well, that's there, is, there is that. not there is not yeah. a larger business to business convention. Yeah, that there there is Cloudfest, and but it is all about the cloud. There will be the main uh, the main people. Last year, uh, so first year when you were in London, we had yeah. 150 people, something like that. But then the quality was so so. Last year we had 235, and already 90 or 95 percent of the people were from the industry. Yeah, so. This is this is what I'm working. I'm working on getting businesses and decision makers and big portfolio owners together. And Colin might be coming as well. He owns uh, SEO domains. Zero point one percent of all the all the dom global domain names. Yeah, that's fantastic, Michael. Anyway, I think that's so I'll, yes. I'll, in the meantime, I'll see you at Cloudfest. <laughs> I look forward to it. Thank I know. You. See you in Germany. Okay. Bye. bye.